to break something of yours! All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to an episode of Heartbreak Hotel. My name is Sid, and I'm the resident manager here. For those that haven't tuned in yet, Heartbreak Hotel is a place where guests come to stay in order to discuss their profound secrets, things that might be bothering them for some time, or if they simply need to talk about anything that will make their minds lighter. We strive to maintain an atmosphere of of pure non-judgment for our guests. They're made to feel as comfortable as possible and truly thanks them for sharing their stories. By the way, every guest that stops by is fully anonymous. Today's story I'm pretty excited for, uh, as the story itself and the struggles within are quite relatable, since it revolves around the concept of interreligious relationships. Serious ones at that. So let's get right into it. How, How are you doing today? Good, good. I'm I'm happy to be here today. Things we're going to talk about are going to get pretty intense, right? I'm sure you've gone through multiple struggles to bring this relationship to where it is at this point. Yeah, exactly. I think at this point I've I've talked about my story so many times that I now <laughs> just feel comfortable about it and I'm Sweet. just glad that I can share it with a broader audience, really. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so then let's get right into it. Like, how do you want to, first of all, like, what religion are you? What religion is he? Would you like to give us like a brief recap of how you met and like how things are now? Like, how long have you been dating for? Yeah, so um, I've been with my partner for about five years now. And wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a really long time. and Time I only, flies, eh? Exactly. And I only realize it when I um, introduce myself to people and they ask me the same question. So we met, so I went to... And um, so did he. And we met through a mutual friend. Um, So I started staying with a friend of mine and uh, he was her roommate at the time. So I lived in the same building and um, she's really the one that introduced us to each other. And I remember the first time I met him, I, I immediately recognized that he was just different than a lot of other people that I had. Nice met so love at first sight kind of thing or yeah i would uh, kind of later? yeah there was definitely like a vibe happening and like a sense of curiosity on my end that like Sweet. he was just a very different kind of guy like he didn't really care about you know showing off or being someone he wasn't which was you know obviously the thing to do in, in awesome. university so right. oh, he was yeah. very much himself and i think um that's really something that i fell in love with and it's still the same Sweet. So what religion is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, you asked that. Uh, so so both of us are not very religious ourselves at the moment. What religion is he? Like, we'll get into that later. Okay. Yeah. So um, his background is uh, Pakistani and he's Muslim. Okay. And mine is Indian and Hindu. Right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Well, right off the bat, uh, for those listening, I'm sure they've already recognized a struggle right in there because because you know, like Hindus and Muslims haven't been killing each other for God knows how long over whatever differences. You know, I mean, the times have changed, but yeah, yeah exactly. I think for the people that at least know the history behind, you know, the two countries and the the struggle that they faced, um, oh, India, Pakistan, it, but, it runs so deep. Yeah, exactly. But there's like a big disconnect between like the generation that I'm in versus like my parents oh, and then the grandparents 100%. generation. Like, um, like I have friends. Like you don't harbor any past hatred that you, you know what I mean? Like there's no, no harboring not. of any of those things, yeah. negative feelings that have plagued both of these communities for such a long time. And in yeah. that other generation that you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I was going to say like, I think like our generation doesn't really, we're not phased by this anymore. Absolutely. Like, it's just a part of history, but it's really interesting to hear that, like, I have friends whose grandparents were still alive that, like, can talk about stories of when partition India, the partition and, was happening oh, and, like, you know, Pakistan was just becoming a country and how, like, people in Punjab were basically displaced. So you were, yeah. if you were in, on the Pakistan side, you are now in the on the India side. And so. those those stories are so, so touching and so filled with grief because, like, you're displaced from your home and you're told to, hey, uh, do you want to be with this religion? If not, get out and go to the other side. Anybody that's, they've been living there for so long and it's like, okay, what do you do, right? And if you don't choose to convert or whatever at that time, you're killed. Yeah, no, it was, I think the consequences were definitely more brutal like back in those days than they right. are right now. And I think, I think in a way, like I'm lucky to live in a time where we have the platform and the confidence to 
speak for ourselves and like fight for what we want. Absolutely. And I think that's exactly why I'm here today. Right. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for coming in. In terms of religion, right? Like how, yeah. how important is religion in both your lives? Like you mentioned you're Hindu and he's Muslim. How important is it? Um, over the last couple of years, I've realized that I'm not particularly religious. Okay. But um, I do really admire the background that I come from and the, the cultural values that me and my family have and some of the things that have been passed down along. Like, for example, every year I will still celebrate Diwali with my parents. Very and, nice. You know, I like look forward to my mom singing this particular like poem or these particular songs every year and it's just a part of every year so it's like a right. ritual to brings me. the family together and everything yeah that's exactly great. so that's what i kind of look at it in a more like ritualistic way and like something i look forward to and um but me particularly like i don't think about religion a lot it's not a part of my everyday life it doesn't define you it doesn't really define me i think for me it's more about the culture and not the religion and i would say it's very similar for my partner as well okay yeah uh, i mean he's muslim yeah he's, muslim. Uh, he's, he's not devout you're saying no he's definitely not devout um i know he does celebrate eid every year with his family he kind Sweet. of has a very similar relationship with religion that I is, have. Which is why, obviously, exactly. it, it works so well, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. What's the family situation like? Um, I think now, if you ask me. Are his parents devout or are your parents uh, devout in that way? Uh, I wouldn't say. So they're not pious like Hindus and Muslims. Pious is the right word. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my dad loves going to the temple. Like he'll find every opportunity to go. But I think the thing I really like about him and the way he practices hinduism is that he won't enforce it on the rest of us so Lovely. if he's going to the temple he'll just go do his thing pray and come back but does he ask the family like hey i'm going like you guys want to come or actually no he he doesn't really ask us oh, either okay. but you know it's it's not to just dissuade the invite either yeah, it's just absolutely do you want to come or do right. you not like it's totally up to us yeah. my mom likes to pray more at home but i think that's just because that's my parents personalities yeah, that's cool um yeah, and then on his side, I know his dad and mom do fast mm. during Ramadan, Ramadan, but same thing. Like, they preach on their own, and it's not really enforced on the children, which I think is good. Right. Okay, well, this is just coming along perfectly because both families mm. don't really enforce their religions upon their children. Yeah. You and your partner aren't really that uh, pr practicing or pious in that manner. Yeah. So has there ever been any time where like religion has ever kind of played a factor aside from celebrating like festivals and stuff like that? Yeah, no, I think I know what you're getting at. And like, as you're asking me this question, I'm kind of just running back through like the five years that I've been with him. And I don't think it's really been like a roadblock for us. Like it can be for a lot of different people right. in my particular situation. And I think that goes back to the fact that it's because we don't practice the religion on a day-to-day -day basis. It's not a big part of our lives. It doesn't dictate a lot of what we do. Right. I think more like recently we've talked about, like, for example, like we're, you know, be, we're more vocal about like planning our wedding and like how we would do it and what would happen exactly so oh, is the big question looming in the future um, very soon for you that's yeah amazing. yeah that's it's exciting. definitely definitely in the near near future for me so we're, we're talking about more like logistical stuff okay um yeah so i would say that religion probably has not really been a big roadblock for us particularly because of the people that we are um it doesn't dictate our everyday lives or anything like that but um, more recently, now that we're talking more about like our wedding, which might happen in the near future. That's exciting. Yeah. That's very, very exciting. Yeah. Right now. It really is. It's a totally different time. Um, but yeah, now that we're talking about more details, I think, you know, we have questions like, okay, well, is there going to be a religious ceremony or, um, do we just get an officiator to get us married and things like that? Or just like, like a that? court marriage? 
Um, yeah, but like you, you can get an officiator to just oh, yeah, come yeah, yeah. and basically do it so wherever that's, that's that a good you point. want. Like how have you, yeah, like have you talked about like temple marriage or a yeah. mosque marriage or yeah. like, you know what I mean? We yeah. definitely have. And I, like, I have a bunch of friends that are wedding planners and or like, like blended. Like, yeah. That, there's like blended cool. weddings, yeah, yeah. but uh, this just goes back to like how we are as people. And I think we don't really want the religious context there because we don't want one to take over the other. And I think for us, like our marriage, our wedding will really be about like the two families coming together and you as know, they merging as should one. be. Exactly. I don't want anybody yeah. at my wedding that just comes for the butter chicken. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. You're going to be there because you are happy yeah. that, uh, about the union yeah. and about the two families coming yeah. together. You know, like that's, that's what weddings are supposed to be. About yeah, exactly. And I think like... And it's just, not a show of like how wealthy any family is. You know? Yeah. You and I like, think I'll that's, have elephants and unicorns at my wedding. You yeah. Know I mean? That's a whole nother like oh, point man. of conversation we can right. have, like in terms of how like just they see what weddings totally. are and like totally just going back to who we are as people, like we just would never do like a big showdown. That's amazing. For a wedding. But um yeah, just going back to your original question, like it has it ever been Doesn't like seem a big to be, no, it really hasn't. And I think it's it, like when you ask me that question, I, I just think to myself, like it kind of surprises me that it hasn't been like a big deal for us. And right. I think it's just because it's just. That's amazing because I mean, there's not, um, I think I feel like there's relationships out there where the biggest problem about this interreligious yeah. uh, marriage or relationship is the one person being devout or both people being devout. And yeah. even though love, you know, comes in between uh, and is like, hey, like, I love you, mm -hmm. but I love my religion more. And if the love between our eyes seems okay, like, you know, uh, it's acceptable between us, but in God's eyes, according to them, it might be wrong for them to abandon the religion or, you know what I mean? Yeah. For, the, for love. Like, and uh, so it's good to see that your school of thought and your both your understanding is uh, you put love first. Yeah, right? for sure. And I think at the end of, end of the day, it's it's a choice that you make, right? So, like, oftentimes when I talk to people about, like, my story and, you know, especially with people that kind of understand, like, historically why, like, our relationship is, you know, maybe sinful to a lot of people. Like, I tell them that, you know, my situation is unique in the fact that, we both have really supportive families and and at the end of the day, like they value like my happiness and like his happy happiness yeah. before anything else. And like those um, fundamentals are on the same page. Exactly. Right? The fundamentals are on the same page, but it's it's a choice that you make. So you're going to have to, you know, give up a few things. Like there might be certain family members from the extended side that might not agree with this. And do, do you have, and do, does he have any of those family members? Um, yeah, I would and say. And have they vocalized anything? Yes. Oh, wow. For instance, on his side. So I, I'm really lucky in the sense that his family has been so supportive. Um, I go over, I hang out with his parents um, his very mom, open very open Amazing. his mom and sister really love me so I think that's really great I've met even uh, a bunch of his aunts and uncles on his dad's side so, so you've been integrated well exactly yeah and, and has just he with to, yours um definitely yeah okay. so he's been over and like we've all hung out and stuff and just to give context to the your listeners um I've been you know with this guy for five years and for the first couple of years uh, not a lot of people, at least from the family side, really knew about each other. Okay. Um, until I would say last year and things have really kind of sped up on that front. So it's a bit odd that like I've been with someone for five years, but I'm only now getting to From your side or his? Like, did, uh, did his parents know earlier or? No, uh, his oh, parents, wow. sorry, his parents did know earlier. Oh, did That's know right. earlier. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, at least I, I they, were because, more, they were more open about it, I think. Right. Like, I, I'd met his mom a couple of times. From my side, it was more my mom that was... Did his parents ever face any... Did his parents ever have any reservation to your parents not knowing? Or did they just kind of like, okay, well, like, this is a struggle. Maybe her parents will take it differently than... Because from what you're describing, his family seems to be very open. And yeah. if they did find out about this relationship early on, did they ever know that, oh, her parents don't know? Uh, why is that? Why is... They were very understanding because Amazing. like, and this is just my opinion, but like 
I think Pakistani and Indian culture are similar and different in in many ways. Many ways, yeah. Like culturally, we all have like the really the same weird notions and stereotypes, right? Um, you know, of uh, res- like things like respecting your elders and like worrying about what other people say. I think I think that. That Those stereotype are very definitely yeah. exists in both cultures. Communities talking, being very involved exactly. in everybody else's business. Exactly, yeah, totally. yeah. And his family's just not like that, just like my family. They don't really care what a lot of other people say. At the end of the day, it's about, right. you know, the immediate family and, and That's the structure what's important. and support exactly. system. Um, but so they were okay, I think they, but were, they were just okay understanding in the, yeah. in the beginning. So. Yeah. So they knew that, like, my family might have hesitations, but they were respectful that, you know, it was up to me to to talk to my parents and and there would eventually be a time where where they would be meeting. Right. So it's just a natural progression of so that's important our because relationship. I've been in a relationship where one family knew before the other and they yeah. had they had that reservation where mm-hmm. like we're so open. Why aren't your parents so open? Which is why it's so important. It's so important. It makes me happy that both yeah. both your families are, are like on the same page. Yeah, I would right? say I'm, I'm definitely from very the relationship lucky. and the family behind both uh, yeah. both partners. Yeah. Uh, before before I get into my next question, I think I want to highlight what you said is very important. It's a choice you make to make it work. I'm from the school of thought where love always always triumphs, right? Especially the world we live in right now. Love is truly the answer, as cheesy as as that sounds, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to things like religion, or when it comes to anything that can create a barrier, create a conflict within uh, within a relationship, I choose to believe that my love for this person triumphs all that. In the sense that, like, if I have to sit down with her parents, or if I have to, you know, just that awkwardness or yeah. the all the all those struggles, or oh, I gotta uh, make sure her family's on the same same page, or I gotta do this to make it work, I gotta do that to make it work. These struggles don't really come to my head. I just it's just an obstacle that I know I'm gonna cross because I have so much love for this person and I will make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like maybe there's people out there that are like that kind of they pause and they're like, is this person really worth the struggle mm-hmm. that I'm about to like? You know, embark? I think that's really what it comes down to. Right. Like every day, like we're faced with decisions where we need to make choices we either one pick one path or the other and where you um have made that choice i I love this person i'm you know i'm gonna make it work no matter what and same with him exactly like there definitely came a point in our relationship where i was like nope you know what i'm gonna keep going even though it might be difficult for my parents or for people around me i might you know get judgments and whatnot but it was my choice to be like, okay, I'll face the other consequences, but I'll continue down this path because it was important to me. That's he amazing. was important to me. That's amazing. And still and is, of course. Five, yeah, five years later, we're still, you know, the story's yeah. still being written and that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So I'm about to ask you a serious question. Okay, <laughs> definitely. So can you recall that time when you had to come clean and tell them that hey, I'm dating a Muslim guy. Like, how was that in the household? Can you Ugh. run us th- run run us through that experience? It must have been very very emotionally overwhelming, right? It, it definitely was. I think, and I think it was just like a series of events that led up to that moment where yeah, I was like, like I had to, to exactly I had to tell them or or I wanted to tell them. It was almost like you know I I was like you know what like you you I want to would. tell my parents. Yeah. Like it was just something that needed to be said, and it's something that I just couldn't hold in anymore. So I just remember crying a lot. And it's funny because, like, I think moments like this just bring out, like, a different side of someone. Like, Absolutely. Um, I was actually more surprised that my my dad was more supportive and my mom was more you devastated by it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I totally expected the, the opposite. Yeah, so I think there was definitely, like, a lot of crying. Okay. I, I don't remember how... I specifically broke it down to my mom. I think my mom was home. I started talking to her about it and she was just kind of in denial. Like you just let it out. You're like, hey, I'm dating this guy. Yeah. I'm like, you know, okay. like, yeah, I'm I'm with him. And she was like, oh, like, you know, I I don't like that. And, you know, like you need to end this. And I, wow. I got a That's lot powerful. of that like yeah. here and there, um, you know, for the next few months. But I think it was just important for me to break the ice 
and I saw my mom kind of break down as well. And wow, my that my brother was you, de- you, yeah. there. Yeah, my brother was. Did your there. brother know uh, in advance? Yeah, my brother. My brother knew for a long time, and my brother's always supportive. Been supportive. Yeah, Amazing. it's for him. It's I think at the end of the day, just about me being with someone that's like younger, a good older guy. brother. Uh, I have a younger brother. He's so, only three years younger. Do you, than me. Uh, do you find? Uh, I mean, old, you know, older brothers with their sisters are like, extremely protective. Like, yeah. It, do, do you share that relationship with your brother? Not really. Actually. Was he ever like, "Who is this guy?" No. Like, you know what I mean? No, my brother's never been that type, and um, yeah, so he's not really that protective, like okay. brotherly type. In fact, because I'm older than him, I've always been a bit more protective about him. But yeah, from the get go, but he like, does he's like care for your him. safety and wants to know, like, oh yeah, if of you're course. Dating, like, like I think if I'm with like and, a really yeah. shitty guy, then he would not be down for that. And right. I would hope that he absolutely tells me if I'm making like a wrong decision. But has, has he developed a relationship with? Uh, oh, with totally. Your partner? Yeah, awesome. they're they're pretty close and they That's get along amazing. in many ways. Like. My brother is a pretty unique person, so right. Yeah, no, they de- they definitely get along. So my brother knew for a long time, okay. and that particular day he was there with my mom, and you yeah, know, you like, ever, like just was, a lot of waterworks. Did you ask for him, like, us. yeah, did you ask him to like, hey, like back me up? If... He pretty much was like without without you know me saying anything. He it was just kind of like from like our side, and by our I mean like the kids. Yeah, it was like, oh, why does this matter so much? And for a while, it was just a, a bit of miscommunication. I think both me and my parents just needed a platform to have that dialogue about, you know, why is this a problem? Why is religion such a interference in this relationship? And why can't this continue? Right. And like there were a few concerns that came from my parents' side that I talked about just last year in a more practical way so there were a lot of breakdowns that happened here and there me crying and my parents being like why are you crying we're just talking about this um but i'm, I'm guessing you were crying because like there was so much weight and yeah, frustration of your exactly. shoulder that's it come was out just now it's out in the open right exactly it was yeah. just frustration and like yeah just just going back to like you know some of these questions and concerns like that my parents had i think it was just about me being rational and like listening to what they had to say. That's and, important. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. So from, from their side, it was more, you know, kind of like typical stuff that you'd hear, like, you know, what about the kids? And like, um, will you convert? And, you know, it was like, no, I wouldn't. Would I live with the in-laws? And for them, they're just going off of like very typical, um, you know, Pakistani family stereotypes. And, you know, in their eyes, it was like, their, you know, Pakistani culture is... rational or irrational fears that exactly, they have, right? Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah. And I can't blame that. And it's just about allowing them to kind of speak their mind and, you know, me just trying to show them that the person that I'm with is different. A and good human being. Good person, yeah. exactly, right? They're, That's important. You you went about it a very right mature way. Because cause think about it this way. At the end of the day, <laughs> when, in, in a brown family, when you are uh, presenting your case, uh-huh. right, with your parents, right, you are selling them as a product. Pretty much. Right? So you do have to do a presentation and like, it's like, you know, he's a great guy or a great girl, this, that. So and now that's taken a level even further because it's an interreligious marriage. Uh, sorry, interreligious relationship uh, where both sides might even have irrational and irrational fears like, oh, like, yeah. oh, he's a Muslim. Well, uh, conversion, that's the first converting is like a big fear, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, because uh, like, you know, my family has a lot of Muslim friends and yeah, family yeah. friends and they know that like in terms of like their experience and of what they've seen, like you usually have to convert and right. like um, Islamic religion tends to be more you know a big part of everyday life versus if you're a hindu it's it comes and goes like it's more individualistic and right you know it just have has different qualities to it so it plays a different role in your life and then they know that like i guess their fear was that i'll get you know sucked suckered in in. yeah exactly and they don't wash they don't want to have something else wash over my belief yeah beliefs yeah whatever right but you you had to tell them that hey like me and my significant other 
our our beliefs in the first place mm-hmm. in for religion yeah. is like completely different. Like we are human beings first. We live our lives being like, you know, we live our lives knowing right or wrong mm-hmm. outside of religion. Exactly. Right? Religion yeah. is, I guess, your identity. Like you were born into it. Like, you yeah. know, of course you can't control that. Yeah. Same with him. But both your lives aren't ruled by religion. No, definitely Nobody not. Nobody looks at the book and is like, okay, well, a book says this, I'm living my life like this. Yeah, yeah. I think we have... I think religion does play. Like By the way, a, I say respectfully, book, not like yeah. you know. Yeah. I hope. I hope. I hope you and the listeners get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I think religion does play like a good role in people's lives. Like it, it sets them on a good path. It's something that you know can give them hope, confidence, yeah. and and just like a good base for like having good human values. And I think for me and um, my partner, like we've just been blessed with great parents who have just raised us a really great way and i don't know if that comes from religion or not but like i think my parents don't have anything to worry about and you know i'm not really worried about being a bad human so right for me it's like that's where that's maybe why religion doesn't play a big role for me because i'm like okay well you know my parents have done what they can to set me up for success and i think i have all the right values that they could have you know bestowed upon me right and, and here's the thing, and this is one thing that has stuck to me. Uh, in grade 11, uh, in high school, there was a course called um, World Religions, right? My World Religions teacher mm-hmm. said something that just really resonated with me and stuck with me that I still hold true to this day. He said, here's, here's his take on religion, okay? At the end of the day, he cares about if you're a good human being or not. So he just said, if you have to... If you if you are a tree person that has to hang upside down from a tree, praying to a tree god in whatever way you do, but that helps you be a better human being, mm-hmm. so be it. I'll respect you for it. Because that's what he cared about at the end of the day. No matter how you, no matter what you believe in, no matter what your beliefs are, yeah. no matter what your traditions, practices, rituals, whatever they are, mm-hmm. right? Does it help you be a better human being for yourself and for others and for the world as a whole. Yeah, I really like that. And that just, oh man, like it was, it it goes from comical to like, it hits you and it's like, wow, like at the end of the day, why can't we just strive to be better human beings? Yeah, because there are a lot of synergies between, you know, all different types of religions. They all say the same thing, man. If you really really strip it down. Yeah, exactly. Get down to the fundamentals. I think they all have the same message, right? Right. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, so, so, sorry, back to the waterworks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they've explained their fears to you. You've explained that I'm this type of person. My partner is this type of person. Yeah. So uh, what, what bridged that gap? What connected for your parents to be like, you know what? We're going to accept this guy. Like our happiness for our daughter is obviously our number one priority. Clearly this guy makes, him, makes her happy. So what finally clicked in their heads? I think, I think that's really what it, it didn't take a lot of conversations oh, yeah? to get to that point, which I'm sometimes surprised by and like definitely happy about i know initially my mom it's almost like she was going through the five stages of grief oh yeah she was in a lot of constant denial and then like eventually she just wasn't having it eh? it was almost like acceptance and i think what really helped her is that like the family around her was supportive so at this point like my dad's brother knew about it my aunts knew about it and they were really supportive. Do, do you of have it. any cousins? Like, do you have any cousins that have oh, kind yeah. of seen a similar situation like this? Um, yeah. Like, I I have cousins that have been in like interreligious, interracial okay. kind of relationships. Right. Um, I even have some interracial family. So, mm. not to say that it's easy getting to that point. I think it's sometimes people, you know, see couples that are together that might be different and they're like oh okay that looks like easy but you know it takes a long time it's a long journey to get to that point and there's clearly some things that that person has either given up but now gained right on right. the other side so absolutely that's that's really kind of my path but i'm lucky that like both my family and his family are on our side so um yeah just going back to my mom like she was not happy about it initially, but she did come around to it because there was a good support system and she saw that, hey, okay, like other family doesn't seem to mind and maybe this really is okay. And So your mom was pa- like worried about what other people or what her own family yeah, you know would what? think. And yeah. I, I don't blame them. Yeah, like, no. It's just the culture that they come from. It's like, oh no, like what will my family say? And, you know, it, it doesn't make things easy. Like, you know, I'll be honest, like 
it would have been way easier if I just found someone that was Hindu. And yeah, sometimes, yeah. you know, me and my partner will even joke about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just jokes. And <laughs> I guess it is what it is. Right. And I think a big thing that did it for my parents was just seeing how how I really felt about this person. I had never talked about a person like that with them. So, right. you know, they knew I, they knew that I wasn't just kidding around and this wasn't just like a short-lived fling. And one of the things I remember telling my dad is that just kind of painting this like picture of reality for him that like in today's time, like dating and finding someone that you want to be with is very, very hard. Oh my God. And I think this is like a whole <laughs> other so topic right. that you can oh, like, absolutely. just talk it on, absolutely. on and on about. But it's just so hard finding like, for me, I told him, I'm like, it's really hard to find decent guys that like will actually take care of you and like respect have your you. respect yeah. you, um, you know, have your best interest in mind. And I was trying to find a softer and really way care of saying for you exactly before they care about themselves exactly you know? and like just really love you as a human being and right. you know I, I was trying to find a softer way of saying that you know they're not just after women for what women have to offer <laughs> so yeah and i think my dad my dad was really understanding about that and that was sort of it for him That's that beautiful. hey you know what there's someone else that will take care of you. So I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like for a dad to give his daughter away is like one of the most, the biggest struggle, the biggest, yeah. uh, like, you know, you giving a piece of your heart. Like, away, yeah, he, you know, like he wants to make sure I'm almost. with someone yeah. that will take care of me and like actually love me and respect me. And, you know, all the things that he feels about me, someone else will. Right. So, and then for my mom, I think in general, like moms can't, tend to be a bit more critical about things and very. a bit more practical as well. So for my mom, it was very much like, okay, well, you know, how are all these other things going to pan out? At one time, at one point, she was like, okay, well, will he ever be able to visit India? Because most of my mom's family is in India versus okay. my dad's family is kind of all over the place right now. Right. So, you know, it, like once I started talking to my mom and like opening up that dialogue, like I understood that my mom's worries were very like practical right we're about practical things and it was about okay well let's figure out you know each one of your points that you have right. and and see what we can do about it and i think and i think that's the most important takeaway here right yeah. like the way like let's accept one thing there is a massive generation gap between our parents and us right totally but if both parties work towards bridging the gap Mm -hmm. A communication can be established where here's my point of view, here's their point of view. Yeah. Let's try and meet in the middle, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But say you could have taken um, that day when you told your parents in a completely different manner. You could have easily been like, look, this is happening. I'm going to date this person. You guys yeah. deal with it. Yeah. And I know people that have done that and it's just ended in a bad way. Where exactly. You feel the need to like elope and like pick one over the other. And I think sometimes people are just a bit too dramatic for what it needs to be and at the right. end of the day we're just people and it's about understanding one I another, mean there's right? circumstances as well right like I mean you could have easily gone home and your parents could have just had none of it mm -hmm. right and uh, even though your partner may be a great guy and is willing to work it out if your parents just are stern enough and are just like look we're never accepting this yeah. it's between your partner and us at this point yeah. and it's I'm guessing those those the, the uh, examples you just brought up I think what if they're facing those circumstances where like I just said let's try to bridge the gap but if one party's just not having it, unfortunately, like, you know, extreme yeah. measures are taken. Exactly. Right? And and that's why, like, I, I keep coming back to this, which is I have a very unique situation in which, right. like, both my family and his family are just very supportive. And whenever I talk to other people about, like, you know, what's happening with me, I always give that caveat that, hey, like... I know you're looking up to me almost that like, you know, this <laughs> right. will work out for you. And I really hope it does right. work out for anyone Man, that's in my situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Always. But, you know, to to each their own. Like, I don't know how things will work out. And I, I feel bad for people that have those. It does break my heart sometimes. Yeah, man. it's Like, it's I've, I've had friends tell me stories and, and in my heart of hearts, I'm always like, oh, like. 
did they look past their differences? Did they, yeah. you know, like, do everything they yeah, could? Yeah, like, right? and I want to, and I know, I mean, some of my friends, religion is a big factor. Like, I mean, yeah. I still love them for them. Like, they're still my friends, and it's okay for my school without to be different than theirs. But in my heart of hearts, I'm always like, oh man, like, <laughs> love should triumph, right? It and should. It yeah, sucks. But... It breaks my heart to know that. Yeah. Hey, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't work out because you know, like, religion, and I'm like, ah. Oh, and you know yeah, like I think, it just like we're we're social beings right and we give in to social pressure like that's yeah. just how we live and specifically with both pakistani and indian culture it's just the reality of it like right people just care about what others have to say and like what we look like and i think like hopefully like f- the generation of today and like future generations like move away from that and just right. do what makes you happy. And I'm sure there will because I mean statistics, interracial marriages, interreligion marriages, all this stuff is on the rise, right? Totally, yeah. So uh, there's a joke, depends how long it's going to take to happen. Eventually there will just be mixed babies yeah in the world. i've seen that <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, and it's like yeah. wow like it's it's very possible right and yeah. again i i just believe that our our differences in uh nationality or creed or religion or skin color or anything should literally just be an exciting story to tell yeah to educate to mm-hmm. yeah. just to share right yeah exactly that and I don't not think... it should never create a barrier it should never s- discriminate or stop somebody from being who they are just because they're a different skin color religion whatever right yeah totally and i i don't think people do it intentionally like i i hope not at least like oh you know i'm with this guy or i'm with this girl because you know it'll make us cool and because we'll be in an That's interracial yeah. <laughs> relationship right but, and like just going back to my own story like i didn't foresee this happening for a while like you know i was kind of like okay you know what like ideally i would like to find someone that shares my family's cultural and religious background because it just it helps a lot like in terms of your everyday life and maybe some of the values that you have but i just kind of fell into it and i think that's the case for most people that they just kind of fall into something and it just turns into something bigger and just becomes a big part of your life by the way, how did your parents react? You mentioned it was like four years in. Like, did you tell them like, by the way, I've been dating this guy for four years? No, not really. Actually, or... I think my dad thought I was with him for seven. I don't know oh, okay, why. Wow. I, I don't know he why. He just jumped it. He eh? just jumped it. He thought I'd been <laughs> with him forever. I, he knew, So my parents knew that we were friends for a long time. Okay. And I think he just assumed that that friendship kind of blossomed into something more just okay. a long time ago. And maybe i just didn't want to tell him about it but yeah he just assumed that it was for a long time and my mom being my mom she obviously knew here and there but it's almost like she didn't want to confront the conversation and that was really the case for a long time is that confrontation and being afraid of that and you know if you go back to just the way like desi culture is it's like parents and kids are not very open about a lot of different topics about life not even close right yeah, yeah. relationships um you know just like future careers or direction just a lot of different things are not openly talked of, because about because of this generation gap right i'm sure it'll exactly. be different for our kids right yeah exactly and and that's why it's i think for me a lot of this was stepping back and being like okay i have to understand that my parents are from a different generation and they've grown up in india and in different circumstances so i need to be more empathetic about that and hopefully vice versa they'll give me that same kind of treatment as well right Right. and i think that really helped foster a healthy conversation around this topic and it's beautiful brought me to where i am today sweet so then Let's get into kids. Uh, have you thought about uh, how you're going to make it work with the kids? Like, do you, I mean, do you want kids in the first place? Uh, what religion would the kid be? And like, you know, mm. like what happens when the kid starts asking these religious questions? Yeah, I think, yeah, like that's definitely a very heavy topic. Yeah. And um, in general, for anybody, Absolutely. The, the concept of having kids. And I think whoever it is, I think you need to be really thoughtful about that decision of having kids. And I think for us... We do want kids, I think. <laughs> we do talk about. I Can say, you elaborate though? What, yeah, what, I why say I, think? I have hesitation about, around that because um, we go back and forth about it. Having kids is not easy. Um, it's not cheap. It's definitely life changing. So on one one end, it's like you know what? Like I don't think I can go through life not experiencing motherhood. And same for him. I think you know 
you could say that you want I, that for yourself. I want that for myself. And like, I've had this conversation with a lot of different people and it's for people that say, Hey, I just want to travel the world or I want to experience things that I won't have time to do. I think that's great. But at the end of the day, if you are at the end of your life and you say that, well, I did all these things, but you know, I never got to be a father or mother. I think that's like that'd be a that's deep, a huge thing, that's a deep right? uh, contention of regret for you, right? Like if, if I think that never so. if yeah. like motherhood never pans that. out, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, exactly. So I think so. Sh- essentially, you do want to have a kid. I think I do want to have kids, and I think he does too. It's just we're too young right now, so that influences a lot of our decisions for yeah. today. Um, that's fine. So and and if we do have kids, I think terms of religion and the role that that would play into their lives i would love it if you know i was able to carry forward the things that my parents taught me or the the festivals that we celebrated and a lot of the cultural things which are attached to a lot of religious extra festivals to celebrate from both ends exactly yeah. yeah exactly so i do it from my end i do it from from his end as well. So both Diwali and Eid, um, there might be some confusion for the kid for, you know, a couple of years, but, but Hey, I think that's how we grew up too. Like we didn't really understand what we were doing until, you know, the age of 16, I would say for me is when I started to question, okay, well, why am I joining my hands and praying in front of a deity? And, you know, why is this important? And a lot of that time, like I realized that it wasn't about let's say the rule book, but it's really about the spirituality and like having a connection with something and having the sense of devotion. And I think those are really the values that religion teaches you. So that's something that I definitely want like my child to. To instill in your kids, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Sweet. Yeah. Do do you ever think, uh, you know, in another dimension, if your partner was completely devout and uh, these past five years, like, how do you think it would have been had, had he been very devout? And uh, if he had asked you to, hey, um, you know, this is really important to me, but I obviously still uh, like I obviously love you. Yeah. Do you think you could convert or do you think you could accept this way of th- that I live? And, you know, like, just do you, can you accept my religion? I think I think if my partner was really like a pious Muslim a lot of different things in our relationship would be different. Okay. I think it would sway a lot of um, his thinking and that would definitely change where we are today. Is he, is he a calculative, is he a rational, logical guy? He is a very, yeah. So like as you're asking me this, I'm like, that would never happen because he's so, he's such a rational, practical person that I just can't imagine him being that way. And I'm not saying that like people that, practice islam or hinduism or whatever it is um you know in a pious way are are rigid in in any way it's just you know you have a very devout way of practicing things and it bleeds into like different facets of your life so i'm just trying to imagine how that would play out for my partner and to be honest like i would i don't i would not convert Hmm. i don't think i would because that would mean that i'm forgiving a lot of Sorry, not forgiving, foregoing. Foregoing, okay. Foregoing a lot of my values and like part part of my lifestyle. It's hard for me to answer that question because, you know, I love this person. It's almost like you want to say that you would do anything for them. And I really would. But at the same time, I think deep down inside, I, it would feel wrong to just convert for him. And knowing him, I he would never want that. Interesting. And I think That's it, sh- it should be that way. I think your relationship with God or the way you feel about religion is an Separate? individual thing. And um, even if it is about family, if you're not on the same page, then you need to pick one or the other, right? It comes back, back down to choice again. Choice, yeah. No, that's that's very true. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you both have uh, great families. Of course, like, mm-hmm. what do you think family involvement would be after marriage? It doesn't seem like you're gonna face that uh, Doris from Everybody Loves <laughs> Raymond situation. No, right? definitely not. I think my mom at one point even said that like she does not want me to live with my in laws, and not that anything's wrong with it. But my mom actually brought up a great point, which is you know in the first first year or so of your marriage you're still getting to know one another in a completely different light and to have then other people in the same house or just close to you definitely taints that relationship where 
that growth period. So right. um, I think for her, it's important that, you know, me and him live together on our own. And even from our side, I don't think we'd want that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, may, that uh, makes but sense. But it doesn't mean that we won't be interacting with our families. I think it will definitely change the dynamics. I'm really looking forward to, to see how both our families interact with each other. So have they met, by the way? Uh, no, they haven't. So that's actually going to happen very soon in nice. the next month. Like a dinner thing or? Yeah, it's it's just over chai, you know, yeah, not in the typical casual. way. That's but good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just more casual and, you know, just getting to know one another. And Your house, his house. I think it's his house. Oh, yeah? So okay. it's just funny how, like, you know, you talk about these, start talking about these details and, you know, we'll we'll message each other and be like, oh, it's is this going to be awkward? Like, is this weird that they're meeting? And, you know, I hope they like each other. And I, I think they will. They're different. Like, our parents are different from one another. But I think they're also similar in many ways. So right. okay. I think they'll get along. Sweet. Good luck yeah. with that. Like, yeah. that sounds, uh, I mean, it's, it's only awkward if you make it awkward, right? Exactly. But in that situation where, uh, see, both parents will come there knowing that, okay, my kid is involved with their kid, right? Yeah. We're here because <laughs> these kids are involved. Does that make sense? Like, totally. I wouldn't, exactly. wouldn't have been there. Like, I have exactly. no other You're reason You're literally to be going here, right? into someone's house. You don't know these people, but right. you know, you I know love their my kid. kid and exactly. I, and I care for their happiness. Yeah. So let's make this happen. So, I mean, it is a bonus, of course, if they vibe off each other and they yeah. actually like, oh, cool. Like, do the, you do this? Like, oh, like, I'm into golf. Like, maybe we could go golfing together. Like, whatever. Like, you know, yeah. they find points of similarities and stuff to yeah. vibe off each other. But I think in that situation, like, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. But that being said, there is an onus on both kids, like you and totally, your partner. Yeah, we're gonna try our best to, yeah. to make sure that you know they get along. But yeah. I'm, I have a feeling that it, they will. It's just, it's just how it is when you meet someone new and, and you're fine, like in yeah. a setting where you're almost like forced to have a conversation. But I mean, like our generation meeting new people and their generation meeting new exactly. people. It's like with them, I feel like you can really feel the friction, right? Yeah. With our generation, it's like okay, if I meet a new person, it's just. There'll just be some yeah, silence. It's here whatever. And, there. and even it's if fine. even if they're like complete opposite of me, we know how to kind of make it work and go our ways. Mm -hmm. Right. If for them it's like the friction sparks are like kind of in the air, you know? So yeah. it's like it'll it'll come down to you and how he plays it and breaks those awkward silences by you know sharing whatever experiences between you guys or yeah. you know anything cool we're just right? talking about like random stuff really yeah I mean, absolutely. it's just like the conversation you'd have with anyone you meet for the first time hopefully and right. i'm not too worried because like our dads like my dad and his dad are actually very talkative oh okay, so wow. hopefully you know i think they'll get along like they'll have lots to talk about his mom's a little bit shy but um, she's a very nice person and Sweet. my mom is very friendly and like smiley and happy person. So, and you said his sister like loves you. So like, yeah, his sister yeah. really, really loves me and they actually have a really big age difference. Oh really? Yeah. So I feel like I'll, I'll almost become like a big sister to her. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like 11 years or something awesome. between them. Yeah. So what do you have to say to people that don't truly understand the struggle behind interreligion relationships. Why don't you think they want to dig deeper to understand uh, these relationships on you know a deeper level? Yeah, I think I think for me, like I definitely have experiences where like I'll start talking about certain things, like the fact that oh hey you know like my partner doesn't sleep over or you know my parents even though we've been together for five years like our parents are just meeting and I can see like that look of shock or like why not or you know just this like I think it's just ignorance or the idea that the people that you're talking to just have absolutely no idea what you're going through right and at first I used to feel very like hurt by it like why don't you get it like why do I have to explain this to so many people and you know at the end of the day it, it's fine it's because just because they don't have the same experiences that you as you or they don't have that same lens, um, you know, that they look through, it doesn't mean that they should understand what you're going through right away. And I don't think it bothers me anymore. Right. I think all I, I all I would say is that, like, people should just have an open ear and just more empathy for, yeah. like, what someone else is saying. And at the end of the day, I'm not really worried about the people that don't understand my story. It's more the people that are maybe going through something similar, I hope that, like, by sharing my story, I can hopefully 
kind of inc- it could maybe encourage them to to fight for what they want and that's beautiful it might not always work out the way that they want it to go but just to yeah. ask themselves like how badly do you want something and and on top of that like what are you willing to give up because you might have to give up a lot of things do you think looking back you would write your story a different way no i don't think so i think well no i would still say no but i do wish i was more transparent about things earlier with on. your parents yeah okay yeah with my family i think because now you that know how it worked out right exactly yeah. it all worked out like now so 2020 but exactly so i'm like oh what if i you know maybe brought it up earlier and i think i was just lacking confidence and if i maybe had someone in my life to be like hey it's okay to you know speak up and just kind of create a healthy environment to have that dialogue with your parents, then I would have maybe been able to do that. But I just didn't have anyone pushing me. So because no one I knew was going through something that I was going through. Right. You just kind of fi- figured it out on your own. I just, just figured it out on work. my own. Yeah. Exactly. Like I had friends as support as a support system, but right. I didn't really know anyone else going through right. this. So I mean, in in battles of love, sometimes you do find yourself yeah. Uh, you kind of stumble wolf, right? upon you things. You kind of have to just figure it out, right? Yeah, figure stuff out. Yeah, man, that's beautiful. Like I, I I'm so excited for you. Uh, I really, really wish you both the best because you guys are on s- such a good and similar wavelength. I don't think the struggles are going to get any harder. Right. Uh, I mean, life has a way of throwing whatever obstacles your way, and I'm sure because you guys have that mutual understanding and have to battle these things together mm-hmm. I don't think you will face these usual issues that most interreligion couples might face if they're not if their foundation block isn't strong right exactly and I think that's where we have it good is that we've worked really hard to strengthen that foundation and you know now like what we're thinking about is like that next chapter of our lives is when we get married married like what our wedding would be like and you know my parents having to like face certain challenges and you know who to tell and what to tell them and I think at the end of the day as long as like the immediate family is united and like we all have like the right motive in mind that's all I don't think all else will matter it's it'll just be about like figuring out logistics and logistics and things like that but I think I'm just really excited to move on to the next chapter how does it feel like you found the one man yeah it's like it's weird to think about that because I never, you never consciously do until you start having a conversation with someone and right. they're making you realize that, oh, hey, like, you know, that's amazing. You're with, you've been with someone for so long. You seem so happy and, you know, you have a long road ahead of you. But it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it just makes you realize you step back and you're like, oh, yeah, like I am with someone that. I want to be with for a long time. So awesome. it's a great feeling. Yeah. Well, again, best of luck to your relationship Thank and you. your looming marriage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I hope things uh, happen for you soon. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed your stay at the Heartbreak Hotel. I definitely uh, have. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing your story. This is the Heartbreak Hotel podcast. Thank you for listening.